going on everybody time for another edition of quickly talks i'm your host logan no daniel today daniel is on the road we've got a great guest today but before we get to him a couple of notes follow us on instagram quickly media it's the best way that you can follow along with the journey with what we've got going on you see videos and photos and stuff that we're doing with our clients, with our podcast guests, with whoever, whatever we're doing. It's on the Instagram and that's the best way to follow along. Uh, yeah, follow us on Instagram. Tell a friend in need about the podcast. Tell somebody, a business owner, a friend, an entrepreneur, somebody who would find value. Every week we talk to somebody different to get a different perspective or a different insight on a different kind of lifestyle or topic. And this week, is no exception. Today, we've got Ty Cooper. Hello, Ty. Hello, Logan. How are you doing today? Good, man. Good, man. We also It's also important to note that we have uh, intern Mike in the background as well. He's meeting meeting minutes Mike, <laughs> but uh, but no Mike today. Maybe, or no Mike for Mike? Maybe, maybe one day? One day, one day. One day. Oh, okay. Uh, but today, we got Ty. Ty, why are you here? Why did we reach out to you? What's, what's, What's going on, man? Yeah, I am here to talk about cryptocurrency, and uh, you guys actually invited me out after having a good friend of mine on beforehand, uh, Will Rivera, yeah, uh, ecom degree uh, king or god or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, the e-commerce he likes. king. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> insert adjective that gasses him up. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude. Cryptocurrency, man. So it's 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 crazy going on right now. But let's let's rewind. Let's go back back when cryptocurrency first kind of started coming along. Where were you? What got you to the point where you're like, you know what? I'm gonna trust this, or I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna put some money into this and just see where it goes. Where you kind of just like, oh, we'll see where it goes, and and then you kind of developed your your obsession because you. Like you said, Will was the e-commerce king. He referred to you as the cryptocurrency king. Oh, well, I appreciate so, that, Will. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, give us the backstory on your involvement with crypto. Absolutely, Logan. So cryptocurrency actually been around for like 13, 12 years right now. And, and I actually first heard about it when I was in middle school, eighth grade. So that was probably around 2012, 2013. And at first, when I first heard of it, uh, I thought it was just an idea, like a far off technology, mm-hmm. like nuclear fusion or yeah. <laughs> uh, light speed <laughs> travel. Yeah. But um, it wasn't until uh, I was a senior in high school, so almost four four years. Uh, I was in a computer science class, and so one of the things we had to do it, we had to present a technology or an application of some sort, and they did this so that way it helped us when it comes to presentation. And I was sitting in the room and one of my classmates, he did a presentation on Bitcoin. And at the time he had said how Bitcoin went from $70 to $140. And at the time, uh, back in 2016, when uh, this presentation was happening, Bitcoin was around thousand dollars. So that sparked my interest. I was like, Oh, so then I was like, okay, this is actually real thing that somebody mm-hmm. can partake in. Therefore, I dug deeper. Uh, I went home. I googled Bitcoin. Um, 
This is when the first thing that popped up on Google. You uh, internet currency used for uh, transacting drugs on the dark web. That was one of the first things. Really? Actually. Yeah, that was one of the very first popular use case of Bitcoin for wow. illegal purposes. It, it came a long way since then. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. So, so ever since then, you kind of have just like, what really, so that, that's a cool intro story. Let, so, so you just paid attention to someone's presentation yeah. in school and you were just <laughs> like, okay, I'm, I'm going to get into this. What uh-huh. really made it to the point where like, you're like, uh, like, I don't want to say obsessed, but like <laughs> you, you, you're very much so in the loop of what's going on in the crypto world. I, I live, breathe and dream crypto all the time. <laughs> and I, I got that way uh, actually a year later um, in 2017. This is where I probably say half the world was awakened to crypto when Bitcoin went reached the height of $20,000 at the time. I was one of the crazy people who FOMO'd in and tried to make a quick buck. Uh, Did you? Uh, I made a good bit. I also lost a lot through mm-hmm. uh, the ICOs because this is around the time that you had a lot of copycats coming about. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there was a lot of good friends of mine. It was like, ah, this crypto thing is just a fad. So we're going to go back doing our own thing. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to stick around for this little while. Okay. Uh, then that's when I started learning about all the other cryptocurrencies as well like beyond just Bitcoin. So I started learning about uh, Ethereum and different blockchains and how all that works. And from there, my Logan, it was just literally a rabbit, a rabbit hole. Really? Every single new technology that comes about or every new concept, I started wrapping my head around it in terms of uh, blockchain. And then I started, and then a year later in 2018, so the boom, the first boom, well, I say the first worldwide boom yeah. of crypto happened in 2017. So a year later, uh, 2018, I had met... Uh, a good friend of mine now, Dooley. I don't know if you were familiar with him. He's maybe, <laughs> yeah. He's a mutual friend of Will and I. Uh, he had hosted this networking event, and then I started talking to different people about what they did, and a lot of them were into the marketing aspect of Instagram. So from there, I was like, okay, I want to do something in this regard. So I created an Instagram account called Mr. Crypto Priest, and. First, I just started posting little snippet of concepts, and then from there, I just started posting uh, infographics. And while I was posting these infographics, I'll, it was also a way for me to motivate myself to learn more and more about this space. So that's kind of how uh, I, I dove myself deeper into the crypto space. So you kind of almost uh, took a page out of out of Will's book and, and yes. you started selling this. What is this? Is this a course that you offer to teach people <laughs> about crypto? Like, what, what is this? Nah, actually, I, I didn't sell a course at all. I, I pondered it many, many times. I'm still pondering it. And, and it's, we have something... Oops. Have some things, okay, we have some things in the works, but um, no, nah, I was just posting it because I just wanted people to learn about cryptocurrency. I, I wasn't doing it for monetary gain at the time because mm-hmm. I was like trading, investing in crypto. So I was like, okay, well, this is going to suffice for me for right now. Uh, and then I was also doing some other things at the time. Uh, I was building apps for people and uh, I was also doing some other side jobs when I was in college. This, this was when I was in college. But then ultimately, a year later, <laughs> uh, from 2018-2019, I had ultimately dropped out when I started making money through AI chatbots. And so crypto just became a hobby thing to me. Really? Um, mm-hmm. You make money through AI chatbots? Right. So 
you, you ever use Telegram or Discord? Yeah. yeah. So well, a lot of times people do uh, Telegram and Discord kind of became two big platforms for uh, startups and entrepreneurs and uh, even companies uh, in the tech space. They want to reach out to they want to create communities and they want to be able to directly reach out to their audience. So what I did was I helped a lot of them uh, manage their chats a little bit better. And that's where these AI chatbots came in. So that was kind of my uh, income stream throughout this time while I was reinvesting that into cryptocurrency. Wow. So, so you said a lot of your friends were like, you know what, we, we kind of participated in this fad. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, we're kind of over it. We're going to move back to, you know, whatever regular regular stocks. Are you as into the stock market as you are in, in cryptocurrency stuff <laughs> or, or are you pretty much all in on crypto? Um, yeah, I'm, I'll say I'm probably like 99% in crypto. You want to know the one stock I own? What? It's the coin stock from uh, Coinbase. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think of this year when... You know, a few months ago, we had the AMC and GameStop situation, and, and then you see, like, Bitcoin just, like, running up the hill to the moon, as they said. Did, did, were you were you just, like, amazed, or were you like, man, I've been telling you guys that this crypto stuff was going to take off for a long time, but here it is again on another worldwide boom? Yeah, I, I tell people that all the time. It was crazy. I was more active when people didn't really know about it than now when a lot of people are trying to get into it, because... Uh, there since there's just so much that has been booming this past quarter. Everybody I see on my uh, I'll be going over my Instagram stories. I said, "Dang, they're in crypto." Okay, boom, they're in crypto. <laughs> and going back to the uh, stock situation with the short squeeze, what happened with GameStop? Uh, I participated a little bit in that, and I'll tell you how I got into that. So yeah, let's hear it. So when I was not a stock trader at all. I learned about it in senior year of high school, but again, cryptocurrency took my interest back then as well. So I had a Robinhood account because I used to trade crypto on there, and I was like, okay, I'll I'll participate in this. So I took some of my crypto, and then I was like, and some altcoin. I was like, all right, this this coin is done, so I'm just going to invest a little bit in GameStop. So when I invested in GameStop, I actually lost a little bit, but I had made it back up in the crypto space. And one thing that I found that was pretty interesting is that a lot of people who participated in this Robin Hood situation mm -hmm. started to see the power of decentralization because people started referring to this r slash uh, Wall Street bets, the subreddit, as a decentralized hedge fund. And the whole, you're right, it's, it's crazy This how this all links to, together. To think about how, like, essentially, like, a group of people on Reddit, like, <laughs> caused like GameStop and AMC to surge it's 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 absolutely insane right it's, it's insane and people from the crypto community were essentially fishing for a lot of these mm -hmm. stock traders like hey this is you, you guys want to stick it to Wall Street stick it to the big finance this is what crypto's been doing for years and then that's how it all linked together so let me let's take another step back so We've talked a lot about cryptocurrency, how you got into cryptocurrency, mm -hmm. but let's take a step even further back and just present the question of what is cryptocurrency? Because a lot of people out there are still probably still to this day, and maybe even myself included, I really truly don't even still understand completely what what is cryptocurrency. Right. So that's actually a very good questioning. Uh, people, uh, nations, and everyone's going to give their 
definition that's going to fit their notion and gender, but I'll stick to the hardcore factual aspects of it. Cryptocurrency is money on the blockchain. You can't really understand how crypto works without understanding how blockchain works. Uh, the easiest way I explain what blockchain is, it's a ledger keeping system. So just how, so think of a receipt, right? Every transaction that takes place through this network there, there's a receipt that's printed and everyone essentially has access to this receipt and they can see what happened and every transaction that comes after it is dependent on the one before and it's all encrypted so for all this to take place cryptocurrency acts as an incentive for these transactions that take place on this network and what makes blockchains valuable is through uh, the node operators which are called miners and when you ever hear people say oh i'm mining bitcoin or mining mm -hmm. ethereum think about what what they're really doing is they are setting up a computer to verify these uh receipts on this network and they get paid for that jeez <laughs> <laughs> um so so that's so that's awesome so yeah <laughs> i think a lot of misconceptions like what's one of the biggest like misconception about cryptocurrency do a lot of people come at you and say like like, oh, can I like go to, you know, 7-Eleven and pay with cryptocurrency and buy a candy bar for a dollar 25 cents <laughs> versus a dollar 25 crypto? Are there a lot of people out there that think that? Uh, Yes, but I say that's something that's more inevitable. We're not there yet. That's because a lot of governments are feeling very iffy about crypto. So something like that won't happen for years. But when I say one big misconception that people have in the crypto space, people usually say, oh, it's a way for people to launder money or it's mm -hmm. used for criminal activity, which it was for a time. But criminals are starting to become smarter that they're not using crypto just because what I said earlier about how the blockchain is a record keeping system. And if people are doing these activities, they're not going to want it be reported on a ledger keeping system. So cash is still one of the biggest usage of this uh, activity so that's one of the biggest misconceptions people have about cryptocurrency do you think that there's going to be a day and this is maybe hundreds of years in the future maybe 100 years i don't know maybe 50 years do you think there's going to be a day that cash is no longer used um cash in the sense of paper cash or cash in a sense of USD well, issued by government. Well, actually, let's let's start there. Let's start with cash as a as a as a paper currency. Because, like, I, I don't know about you guys, but I rarely carry cash anymore. I use mm -hmm. the debit card, and then people get mad at you when you don't have cash, and right. you're almost just like, "Come on, get, it's 2021. Who's carrying <laughs> cash?" It's almost like when you get a. I, I would much rather instead of opening a birthday card and there'd be a 20 in there, I would rather it just say like, check your Venmo or something like that. <laughs> like, do you think there will be a day that we will no longer pay with paper money? Essentially. I I'll say yes, but it probably won't be for a very long time. And even now we're seeing a culture shift. How I'll give a good example. Back in the day, rappers used to rap all the time by, oh, I got cash money, this and that. Now they're talking about, oh, I got this cash. Hit me up on cash. App, yeah. or something like that. <laughs> so uh, the culture is definitely changing away from the paper medium. Uh, but but soon we are going to start utilizing digital currencies and digital assets for issuance of 
funds, issuance of documentation, ownership, all that. So, yeah, I definitely think that's going to happen. Uh, how the governments are going to step in on it is going to vary country by country, nation by nation. But I do think we're going to move away from traditional cash. Yeah. Yeah. So then moving forward, the U.S. dollar like, will there ever be a day that crypto just replaces everything, or is it just going to be seen as, you know, this is an option, but <laughs> but the U.S. dollar is more trusted, I guess? I don't know. Well, well what you're going to see happen, you're going to see happen in stages. Uh, like, the stage you're talking about where it's going to be an option, that's kind of like stage one, where people are going to see traditional finance, how we've been doing things for years, and crypto uh, its own little section. Then we're going to see a stage two where a lot of traditional finance uh, applications and services like real estate, uh, lending and borrowing through banks, uh, payments through e-commerce sites, all of those aspects are going to start integrating with fintech. And in a lot of these fintech apps that were primarily used in traditional finance are going to start converting to crypto just because of the ease and use of it. Then we're going to go on stage three where a lot where everything is going to be built on decentralized mediums like blockchain and cryptocurrency. So cryptocurrency is going to be the soil for new new finance or I like to call meta finance. So cryptocurrency is crawling so that this new finance can run essentially. Exactly. It's going to reestablish a whole new ecosystem of finance. Do you think it's absolutely bonkers that somebody like Elon Musk I'm sure that's a name that's in your circles that gets thrown around quite a lot. Yeah. Elon Musk can just tweet and say that you should buy Bitcoin and then Bitcoin <laughs> stock just just shoots through the roof like is that do you think do you think it'll take such a long time like especially with like the government's backing because of situations like that? It, you you actually brought up a very good point and Elon this is why Doge is going People say Doge is going to a dollar one day because of this man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say it here. I'm not much of a fan of Doge, but I do like the cause it's bringing. And going back to what Elon Musk has said. So Elon Musk used to get in trouble for saying certain things that would uh, affect the Tesla stock. Yeah. Now, what he has done thus far is he's been pumping a lot of coins uh Bitcoin in the past, Ethereum, and now most recently Dogecoin for it being Dogecoin. And one of the reasons he feels so lax by it is because he knows SEC can't really find him in a sense because it's a decentralized currency. It's not regulated by the SEC. And we're going forward, we're going to have a lot of interesting cases with cryptocurrency and how people inter interact with it with finance because uh, currently I'm studying... Uh, more on the financial advisory side. So I'm going to get a license to learn more about traditional and debt finance and how it was before. But through studying, the finance industry is very regulated. It, it blows my mind just how regulated it is. And with a lot of new financial tools and mediums coming into the market, it's going to be very interesting. And, and we're going to see it case by case basis how each one plays out with cryptocurrency not being regulated or controlled by a central authority. What about another situation like like Elon saying like, oh, on our Tesla website, we accept, I think it was Bitcoin, yeah, as, it was a, Bitcoin. as a payment. Uh, but then I think I saw the other day, he was like, I think Tesla sold like 200 million Bitcoins or whatever. 
uh, two hundred like million that. dollars in Bitcoin. Two more hundred million dollars in <laughs> yeah. Bitcoin. See, I still, I still don't get it. Like, there, there's a big chunk of me that's like, that like when, when you know when you when you, this is fun. Yeah, this is <laughs> a fun topic. This is this is awesome because at the end of this, I'm gonna probably better understand cryptocurrency. So like, when I buy. Let's let's walk through it. So I go uh-huh. into my Robinhood app, and this is what I did back when you know shit was popping off. Right, right. And and I bought I think a a some dollar amount in in Dogecoin because yeah. it was I think I bought it at when it was a uh, like a point zero zero five. So like I have or point zero five like half a penny? like a half of a penny. Right, right. So right. I bought it at a half of a penny, and I think I put a pretty fat chunk that I had in my bank or whatever. You know, yeah. wh- whatever the. Buying power, I think that's what it is on Robinhood. Right. Uh, the money that you have deposited in the Robinhood app. Right. And I bought all this Bitcoin and I don't know what it means. <laughs> so like, so when you, when it's, when the app tells you that you have, let's say $1,500 Bitcoin, mm-hmm. when, but it's not $1,500, it's 1500 Bitcoin. All right. What does that mean? Well, so I'm pulling up my app right now. We're gonna, we're gonna get an in a gonna, live in depth look while my phone suggested that I open Robin Hat. They're listening to us, dude. Yeah, they um, are. They are. Okay, so this. So we're just gonna look at it. Uh-huh. All right. This is this is tight. This was this is making for good podcasting right now. Yeah. yeah so I have that much money in in Bitcoin. So the quantity. Or Dogecoin. Sorry. So that quantity amount is how much of the coin you own. So you can think of that as how much of the stock. About, not stock value, but how much of those singular coins you own. So they're saying like if if this hits a dollar, right? Like we're all gonna be rich or whatever. Like in is there sense. truth to that? Uh, truth in the sense of hitting a dollar, or truth in a sense of how it moves. Like I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. So uh, all right. I think I think I can uh, articulate what you're saying. So. When it goes, so let's say you invest a thousand dollars in a coin that is a dollar. Okay. And let's say it goes up to ten dollars. You still own a thousand of that coin, but the coin value is the thing that appreciates and depreciates. So you might own a thousand of the coin, and if that coin goes up to ten dollars, then that a thousand dollars investment you initially put in will be now be ten thousand dollars because the so you own a thousand coins and each coin is worth ten dollars. Okay. Okay. I'm the seeing old. it. So you 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 will still have a thousand of the coin, exactly. But but if it shoots up to ten dollars or or something, then my investment is what gets multiplied to the ten grand. Right. And your so your investment is going to be the thing that fluctuates and uh, depreciates depending on the uh, market in the coin. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Do you, at the end of the year, like of course when it's tax season, do you pay taxes on the cryptocurrency? Uh, tax in, in crypto is, for me personally, I think there's a lot of things in the tax law that should be changed, uh, but that's neither here nor there. But as far as taxes go, it really, I know you, it's just treated just like a stock. Okay. So that's how the IRS sees it because they see crypto as property, not as a currency, unlike some currency countries. Mm, okay. So that's why you said that the government some kind of is kind of iffy about it yeah, so they see it as property and not currency right so gotcha. when you go so when a lot of people go about it, it when it comes to their taxes uh it's just good to keep that in mind mm-hmm. okay i'm curious to get your opinion on the whole kind of stepping away from current crypto but still in the same world about how robin hood told you know robin hood at one point was like 
there are so many people buying this GameStop and AMC shit that we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna halt it and we're gonna tell them that they can't buy it anymore. They could <laughs> sell it, but they could buy it, or they could sell it, but they couldn't buy right. more. Right. What were your thoughts on that? Um, there's there's a lot that could be viewed uh, yeah. upon this. There, there's many different avenues where this can be viewed as. Some people see it as it was conspiracy. See how Robin Hood uh, was being bullied by big hedge funds mm-hmm. who essentially owned a good chunk of Robin Hood and they didn't want to lose X amount of money and they much rather do a class action lawsuit because that will actually be cheaper than them losing that much money in the stock value. Wow. Uh, some say it was just genuinely uh, Robin Hood just didn't have the liquidity to provide that much buying volume mm-hmm. at once. Uh, but they did a very Elon Musk actually interviewed the CEO of Robinhood, uh, Vlad something, I forgot his yeah. last name, uh, where he talked about it, it, that was, the latter is basically the case is that they didn't have that much cash on hand to uh, provide that much stock. Now, uh, something similar could happen in cryptocurrency with certain exchanges. Um, Coinbase does this sometimes is when uh, a coin is becoming very popular. You can only buy crypto from somebody who already has it. That's just the name of the game. And if so many people are buying it, that means this exchange is losing <laughs> uh, of their supply because of this high demand. So then they'll start limiting certain, uh, they'll start putting certain restrictions to make sure they don't uh, go go all the way out. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. What did, What do you think about Dave Portnoy? And his involvement in all of the... Do you know who Dave Portnoy is? No, I don't. That's the CEO, uh, or I don't know if he's the CEO, but he's the founder. You know who, you know who Dave Portnoy is? You don't, Mike? Come on, Mike. You went to an <laughs> SEC school and you don't know who Dave Portnoy is? Dave Portnoy is the president of Barstool Sports. Uh-huh. And he had this huge Twitter feud with Vlad. Like, Interesting. Because he's a big day trader and he's big in the stock market and everything. Right. So he's, he's constantly tweeting and live streaming on Twitter. And he's known as like a guy who has no filter almost like a Trumpish guy where he just like tweets what he wants to say right. and he attacks people on Twitter. And it's, <laughs> and it's honestly hilarious. Right. And he went after Vlad, like when Robin hood shut down, like, and said like, no one can buy more stock in AMC and GameStop or, right. or, and maybe, you know, however, I think one of the other ones was like, not all tell some other mobile. Oh, uh, oh Nokia. 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 Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he went after Vlad on Twitter and it was the greatest exchange it, it would just it would just be dave saying like vlad you're a you're a monster you're a conspirator like <laughs> i, I want to fight you like it was like, hilarious like shit like that and he like went on the news on cnn and fox and was just like i am challenging vlad to a duel and like this dude's <laughs> like he's like elon musk like when dave portnoy like his sex tape leaked a, a few a few months back and uh, barstool stock just plummeted so like Interesting. him just like elon has the power to like Move the market. Move stuff. the market. And do you think ultimately, and I might have already asked that, but like, do you think that's a problem that like somebody can tweet something and the market could just shift? Or do you uh, think that's just the name of the game? Yeah, um, that is kind of the name of the game with crypto. And you, and you see it happen all the time in crypto where somebody will tweet something and it moves just like Dogecoin. Uh, Dogecoin is literally just a joke coin. It was one of the very first meme coins. And since everyone's been hopping on Doge, then you have it's always, always the case is when one thing goes up, you're always going to have copycats. So now you got all these copycat coins that have like quadrillion coins out there. And as I, 
if you buy one dollar worth, it's like probably like a million of coins, and there's like it's just it's madness. It just goes on and on and on. Right. So, so is I guess as well, first of all, I don't know if as many people know what Dogecoin like actually is like in the sense of like that it's the meme of the corgi, right? Right. And I don't think people really know that. Like I know they don't. They, they don't realize that Dogecoin. Like my dad, like we FaceTimed back when all the madness was going on and he was just like, yeah, I got some Dogecoin. I was like, but dad, like, do you know what Dogecoin means? Like <laughs> set aside this, the currency. Do you know what Dogecoin is? And he was like, no. And I had like had to show him and I had to explain what a meme was. Right. And it was, it just went on and on and on. Right. And there's, there's a logistical issue when it comes to all this. Uh, just like you who say who invest in Dogecoin because it was like half a penny. Yeah. Uh, I, Going back to this whole GameStop situation, people who people sign up for Robinhood, right? And they said, "Oh, well, we can't buy this stock because people knew, okay, it's controlled by big Wall Street." But then they mm-hmm. saw all this Dogecoin, that's cryptocurrency, that's half a penny. It's like, hey, I could afford that. Yeah. And they only saw the price per coin value. No one really knew what the market cap was, even though Doge market cap was like less than a billion. So it was pretty, it was pretty cheap at the time. Um, com- Relatively speaking, for the type of coin it was in its legacy, but it, it it didn't have any fundamental value. Unlike, I say probably like 70, 60 to seventy percent of other coins that would have been great. They only saw hey half a penny, but they didn't realize that Dogecoin has one hundred and twenty eight billion coins out there. So that half a so that half a penny, and so people said, oh, so if everybody invests in it, this coin's gonna go up to to be like 50 grand like bitcoin i was like no that's not the case bitcoin has 21 million coins dogecoin has 128 billion yeah <laughs> i'm trying to think of all of the the big like crypto stories that we got in the past couple months do you remember the story this wasn't too long ago maybe a month or two ago the guy who had like 21 million dollars worth of bitcoin that like, yeah. locked away in a safe and like he couldn't remember his password to open it, right. and he had like one attempt left. Right. Yeah, yeah. What? So in the, in that situation, so he had it locked away, and I guess like a, I don't want to call it a crypto v- bank, but like it, it was probably um it was probably a hardware wallet, or it was stored on his computer somewhere, and the software or wallet needed the passwords in order to get into. And he, I, I don't it, know if he got in, did he? Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't looked up the follow up to the story, but. Um, software is a lot better now, but that's probably back in the early days where uh, you had X amount of guesses, or it'll just be locked and gone. So, uh, yeah, that's pro- that's what happened to him. Um, he even offered hackers like ten percent. Oh yeah, I think at that point you have to right, like you you have to be like, hey, I've got twenty one million dollars worth of Bitcoin. Uh. I- if you help me open this, I'm I'm gonna give you a, a, a fat chunk of it. Like, <laughs> yeah. But I I I probably need to follow up with that guy too. I, I don't. I hope he got his Bitcoin back. That that is a very stressful situation. <laughs> <laughs> so now I got to ask the golden question, my yeah, friend. Yes. And if you don't want to answer, I'll cut this out. Okay. How much money you got in crypto? Um. Or crypto in 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 crypto amounts <laughs> in coins in coins okay i'll say how many coin how many different crypto assets i own is well over 100 uh no it's almost 300 now yeah yeah so it's around 300 not quite 300 like different crypto yeah, assets yeah 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 different crypto assets okay and among them the portfolio 
Uh, I'll say it's more than five figures and it's less than seven figures. Okay. okay. It's so, somewhere in that range. I don't want to give out exact numbers. Sure, sure, I'm sure. A, I'm a little bit of a private guy when it comes to that. Sure, yeah. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't. I, I also don't discuss my finances publicly. Right. But I just showed you my Robin Hood app, so I guess that's <laughs> out the door. I mean, that, that, that could be just one small as, asset that's of true. your whole thing. So, that's true. Yeah. That's true. So, last few questions, man. Of course... Where do you think crypto is going to be in the next 5, 10, 15 years? Oh, that's a good question. So what we're seeing now is there's a, a lot of financial institutions that are going to that are backing client portfolios in Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Uh, so what we're going to start seeing is that trend continue. Uh, one of the big things you're definitely going to see is a lot of Fortune 500 companies are going to start reserving their cash reserves in Bitcoin. Uh, Amazon's definitely going to be next. Apple's definitely going to be next. And I think Microsoft, so when the top tech companies start reserving a lot of their cash reserves and uh, cryptocurrencies, is going to be a madhouse in terms of who can capture as many cryptos as possible. So that's what you're going to see realistically in the next five years. Uh, people say, oh, yeah, you're going to be able to spend crypto. I that. Yeah, you would. I mean, you could do that now in a sense, but it's just uh, with within that time frame, I'm seeing the most concrete aspect of what's going to happen is that we're going to have people um, invest, not people, but corporations, even small businesses, they're going to start investing a lot of their cash reserves in Bitcoin. Okay, so so in that whole like theory that people have, like, yeah, I'll be able to go to Amazon.com and check out with dogecoin or whatever yeah how how so like like we said with the guy who had all the money locked up in a in a digital wallet or or whatever like Mm -hmm. is that how it works or would you like log in via like your robin hood or something and you'd be able to pull straight from that like how would that transaction actually work right so one cool thing about a blockchain is that all transactions are public and uh so an important thing to note is with cryptocurrencies the coin per se isn't really stored on a device per se. Uh, it is how the blockchain works is that there's a registry and the blockchain register what address has what crypto and this public address is viewed by anybody. Now you need a private key in order to access those funds in that, well, I won't say in that address, but register to that address. So when you make a transaction, you, you well, you personally don't use your private key. The application what you're using does it for you. And uh, so how that will work is it doesn't matter what app you're using per se. Um, it, 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 really, it really depends on the UI, UX, and everyone's going to be different. But the core value of, of it was going to be if you're going to pay for something in crypto, you are going to send the coins to that address. Uh, okay. Right. That's That's... The core concept. Now, every app's going to go about it differently. I'll tell you that. Yeah. But that's essentially the core concept. Yeah, you just send it. It's to not going to be a uniform like check out with Apple Pay and it works the same every single right. company. It's going to be something different every time. Right. But or maybe you know a couple iterations. Yeah, of yeah it. it's going to have different iterations, but the core concept of it's going to be the same. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, what would you say to a young lad like yourself back in high school that it wants to get involved with the stock market? Never had. I, I, my dad did something. I, I shout this guy out every single time I get a chance to tell this story last Christmas before all of this stuff blew up. And I'm thankful that he did this last Christmas before he, he gave me and my brother and sister all a little bit of money, just nothing crazy. 
And he sat us down and I'm like, on Christmas day, we're still in our pajamas. He's like, sit down. I'm going to give you like an hour long lesson on what stocks are. <laughs> and he kind of like walked us through it. He showed us how to use it, when to cut it off, yada, yada, yada. What would you do if you could to tell the young bucks out there that want to get up in the stocks or what get up in crypto, any advice, any tips that you would tell somebody to get started with? Yeah, I'll tell them start with uh, education. And so first thing, getting on Twitter because the crypto community act, that's active on Twitter is not only very helpful, but it's very active. It's also hilarious. <laughs> very I hilarious. Love the tw- I love crypto Twitter. Right. And then two, I'll say also get on Reddit. Mm-hmm. So that because you got to start with education, you just, you just have to. And then three, looking at the news, see what's going on in the crypto space and news and asking questions about it in certain communities and also join Discord and Telegram groups. Those are also good ways. And now I said all that before you even buy your first coin, because there you go. People are going to tell you so many different things. And most people are going to skip the first five steps I just said. It just goes straight to buying the coin, even though that's fine. But. I much rather someone understand what they're buying opposed to diving in head first and hoping to make millions. Even though that does happen, it's just it's possible, to, but probability is extremely, extremely low for that to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You you don't want to be like me that just like you know my friend group chat. My friends are very much so well more versed in the stock market and stuff than I am. My only real lessons to it were that was that lesson on Christmas. Um, and they're they're just going off about this or that or this or that. And then one day they're like, everybody needs to buy it, including you, Logan. And they call me out and I'm like, oh, okay. So I go in there and, you know, it's at a half a penny. You could throw in 20 bucks and you could have a good amount. But uh, but yeah, this is definitely one of those things where we're, we're, we're BSing back and forth about different concepts and ideas. But <laughs> I I'm sure Ty could agree that like, do your own research. Yes. This is a strong example of one of those things that you need to do your own research on. Right. And like you said, like back when I asked you way back when the, what the definition of cryptocurrency is, things are going to get twisted. Everybody's mm-hmm. got their own agenda. Different exactly. news outlets have their own agendas. Exactly. You got to do your own research. Right. Don't so, believe the first site you see. Check around. Compare and contrast. Right. And even me, I try not to be biased towards certain crypto. I try to be as crypto neutral as possible. Um, just from educational side, because I don't want to influence someone in a sense of them I, I i don't want to coin shame anyone meaning i don't want to invest shame anybody if someone wants to invest in this particular coin then they can feel free to do so i mean that's that's them but i, I i'm a big believer in giving people the freedom and un, and have them uh share their own experiences because someone experience who's getting crypto now is going to be very different from my experience back then mm-hmm. and that's not so forth so i I do believe starting with education and knowing what's the hardcore fact of what's going on and then people can do whatever with that information out of that. So ha- having people make informed decisions is going to be a lot stronger than tossing money at a certain coin and hope it goes up. There you go. Ty, is there now this is your your platform here. You want to plug any accounts or any pages to follow. Now is the time to do so. Yeah, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Crypto Priest or anywhere else at Ty Cooper AOW. So that's Twitter. Uh, I'm also on YouTube and uh, Reddit as well. I post a lot of memes and stuff on Reddit. There you go. Reddit is very cool. Absolutely. All right, everybody. I'll throw the links to uh, to the 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 all those things that he just mentioned in the, in the description of the episode, so it's mm. easy access to follow along. 
And like I said at the top, tell a friend in need. Follow us on Instagram as well for the updates. And we'll see everybody next time. Thanks, Ty. Bye-bye. Take care. Thank <laughs> you.